so alone in the world today. I have no idea what's going on anymore. Welcome to the Photo Weekly, the greatest online podcast related to the FODL. Here are your hosts, Red Rascal and Slappy Pappy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Photo Weekly. Come for the stats, stay for the tangents. Well, Judgment Week ended with a bang as a lot of really insane things happened and created amazing drama, not the least of which was yours truly saving Brother Chud with an amazing 180. Toaster, I'm so sorry, but I just couldn't chance losing you. I needed you to stay and be. Slappy, if you had to describe that 180 in a single word, what would it be? Hmm. A single word? I'd go with coitus. <laughs> uh, I, I do feel a little bad. I mean, like, obviously, I would have tried to hit a 180 on that throw anyways, so it didn't change my strategy, but it definitely changed my focus. I mean, and what sucks probably for Toaster is that the only reason that I even knew about it was because Toaster texted uh, Sweats and Sweats is like, oh shit, Toaster's in the playoffs right now unless we hit a 140 or higher. <laughs> and so then we were like, oh shit, let's just go straight for 180s, which we were going to do anyways. Yeah, uh, but I jokingly Toaster... said we should, we should, if the first artist isn't in trouble, we should throw out the one or throw off the board. But uh, Sweats is too much of a competitor to agree to that. So. Of course, of course. Toaster, the lesson here is don't text. And looking down at uh, photo D, you're not done yet there, Slap. You uh, you still got a chance to stay. You don't have to go down to E, and I, I think it's a pretty good chance. Yeah, well, uh, whatever the chance is, you know, I, here's my thing, is that I keep saying that I need to hit rock bottom before I keep, uh, b- before I make my ascent back up. And... And then the motherfuckers in charge keep adding lower bottoms. Stop adding leagues. Let me be in the lowest league, and then I'll make my way back up. But every time I'm in C, which is the worst, I'm like, okay, now I've hit rock bottom. Oh, there's a D? Okay, that, okay, fine. Now I'm in D. Uh, I'll, I'll stay in D for a second, and then now I'm ready. To, uh, oh, there's E now? Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I have to go to there because I'm not at rock bottom yet. Uh, there's, there's, if, as, if there's nowhere to, if there is a way to go down, if there's not nowhere to go but up, I will go down. However, if I am at the very bottom, if I'm at the lowest pits that there are, I'll fucking skyrocket, baby. Just stop pulling out more mud from underneath me. That's, that's what I'm saying. All I heard from that was, if Slappy can find a way to go down, he will. Yeah, baby. I give good head. The lead. The top five stories this week in the FODL. Coming in at number five, we've got the cleaner who stayed hot this week with a 6 nothing victory over the law. A 1.7 to a 1.3 and a 40.9 to a 36.9. He struggled in the first leg with a 1.4. Luckily, Law struggled more with a 1.1, and they both picked it up in the second in the second leg. But Cleaner took it with a 1.9, and uh, Cleaner, despite some inconsistent setups and checkouts, was able to sweep the 501 portion as well, drilling three 140s in the last two legs alone. 
Cleaner checked out at a not terrible. I'm sorry, I, I literally got distracted by uh, talking shit in Slack live on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Cleaner checked out at a not terrible 17%. Unfortunately, our good friend, The Law, wasn't able to connect any of his 12 attempts and uh, therefore the sweep, which, uh, you know, you hate to see it, but really I don't think uh, Cleaner deserves or, or Cleaner should be an E. I think he, he needs to be in a higher division and, uh, you know, I mean, it was. It, I'm happy to, that it was my sweep of him 4-0 that really woke him up and realized, what am I doing? Yeah. The unfortunate thing for the Cleaner is that... Um... He's going to have to go through Slappy to get back up to D. So uh... so it sounds like rock bottom is going to be when you lose to cleaner and he's in D in your knee. Yeah, precisely. No way, dude. Cleaner's 1-0. and o, Or sorry, 0-1 versus Loxley Robbins, and I need you to keep that in the winning category. That's true. I, I do have the Robbins. So, all right. Cleaner, you got work to do. I know you'll never hear this. You didn't. There's a hundred percent chance that you did not even listen to your own episode, let alone any of the others. Number four, Scooter Magooch, six to one over Alki. Scooter with a two point two and a fifty one point nine. Alki with a one point nine and a fifty point seven. The Gooch was back in full form this week, sweeping cricket with a solid two point one and two point three legs, and stayed hot going into five oh one, taking the first three on the trot with twenty eight, twenty five, and twenty nine darters before Alki was finally able to get on the board with a twenty nine darter after which Scooter put the final nail in the coffin in the seventh, taking it in 34 as the only game that went above 30 darts the entire match. Yeah, Alki had a rough week as far as doubles went, checking out at 6%, but are you ready for what Scooter did? That motherfucker checked out at 67% over five legs, hitting four targets with six attempts. That is A-plus league status right there my friends that that doesn't happen this really brings to mind the fact that i have a beef bucks jinx um where i anytime <laughs> i bet on someone with my beef bucks i immediately lose and it even extends like uh one degree of separation from me because uh during this match i was warming up so i was unable to to my mat for my match with sweat so i was unable to really be in the chat as much but g cox reached out and said hey i gotta win some beef bucks and i said Oh, it's you're gonna bet on Alki because Alki's killer and Scooter hadn't been throwing that good. And boom, what happens? Scooter immediately goes insanely <laughs> awesome off the charts. Yeah, I'm picturing so, uh, you as you as the guy in uh, uh, a Bronx Tale, just like oh, standing yeah. up in the stand. Come on, Thunderbolt, let's go, Thunder! And everybody else just rips up their tickets and and walks away. That's you. You're come on, move. Thunderbolt guy. Were you at JMU when uh, the main guy came and spoke in uh, the theater there, McGraw or something? Chaz Palminteri? Uh, yeah, Chaz Palminteri came and spoke at JMU. We went and saw him. What? I mean, if you were there, I was there, but I I don't remember I mean, that. I mean, you're younger than me, right? I think it was when I was a freshman, so you may not have been there yet. When did you graduate? 06. Oh, yeah. Well, if it was your freshman year, then yeah, I was not there. I'm okay. pretty sure it was my freshman year. I don't think I was sophomore, but... Regardless, like all my buddies from Jersey were like, we have to go see Chaz Palm in there. I was like, who? Like the dude from the Bronx tells me, what? And they made me watch it. And I was like, this is this movie is amazing. And then yeah. we got to go listen to him speak and like talk about Robert De Niro and all this. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the guy that we got was um, the principal from Saved by the Bell. So <laughs> Mr. Building. Yeah. Same, same. He did a Richmond Flying Squirrels game where you got to buy a picture with him for like five bucks and he would 
but he had gotten huge. I mean, he was like my size. Yeah, he's a big packet. Yeah. No, he's he he's was. bigger than you. Well, uh, now that I'm working out a lot. Yeah. But he You're looking good, baby. No. Uh, you know, Does he I, even bench? No. What a wimp. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. His brother does. Who's his brother? His brother, who was supposed to take them all on uh, on the camping trip, on, on the, the whitewater rafting trip, and then he bailed at the last second. He was ripped, but he was a fucking dick. Uh, Ron. Ron Belding. Ron Belding is trash. But he benches. Coming in at number three, we got the Doughboy. Six to two over the criminal. 2.7 to a 1.9 and a 51.7 to a 51.2. Doughboy came out hot in this one, sweeping the Crippet. The Crippet. 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 Crippet all day. Clip it and port it. Uh, the cricket portion with a solid. I, I, I'm just going to call it a day, folks. That's the end of the podcast. Slappy out. All right. Sweeping the cricket portion with. Wait, I thought you solid. said you were leaving. You didn't believe me, did you? <laughs> I hoped. I, I dared to hope. Oh, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I'm still I'm here. I'm sorry I'm lashing out. I'm still. Still upset no, about no. my loss to sweats and hurting toaster and just being so good at darts. And you know what it really I hurts the most? Do tell. I, I'm here I for you. Bud, I asked Bud after the match. I was like, hey, let's FaceTime and shotgun beers together. He fell asleep. Didn't even drink a beer with me. Oh. You know, after all I that I did for that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After you ton 80 for him. And then he fell asleep. I was going to say, like, I've fallen asleep on you. I've I've passed out when literally we were supposed to play late night darts. I well, yeah, I've cuddled. Are in we here. sharing the same king bed at my bachelor party? My bachelor party. I mean, I, if it's JK, a king, that's, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to just be the two you, of you us. You don't want that because I don't sleep with clothes on. And uh, there's a, there's a picture from my exactly bachelor party. Why I do want that. There's a picture from my bachelor party that uh, one of my groomsmen took of me in the bed, completely naked, lying completely straight, looking like a corpse. And he told me that he, for a long time, he had it. But then he said, I just had to take it off my phone because I got nervous whenever I handed my phone to somebody that they'd somehow find that picture. <laughs> and like, why do you have a picture of a dead body on your phone? <laughs> are we in the I middle mean, of a segment right now? I don't even know. I, I, we were, but what are we even doing? Let's start at the top of this one. But uh, yeah, so sorry you're re-getting the stats, everybody, because we're not cutting this. So uh, coming in at number three, Doughboy, six to two over the criminal. I'm going to get these stats, I swear to God, 2.7 and 1.9, 51.7 to 51.2. I'm going to reread the thing I wrote, so it's so insincere that you're rehearing this. Doughboy came out hot in this one, sweeping the cricket portion with solid 2.9 and 2.6 legs. And as the stats might indicate, things got a little more interesting in the 501 portion of the evening. Criminal taking out the first with a solid 26 starter. However, Doughboy then went on, then went three on the trot with 33, 23, and 29 darters before the criminal hit back once more, taking advantage of Doughboy having left himself in the madhouse and claiming the leg in 35 darts. Before Doughboy finishing the match in style with another solid 23 darter. How'd I do? 
I mean, I'm glad that you have us to get back into uh, punching shape when you go back to like actual job auditions for voiceover. So, Doughboy <laughs> yeah. checked out at only 11% to the criminals 18%, which gives you an indication of how well Doughboy was scoring. Still able to take out four, six, five, oh, one legs. During one of his 29 darters, he had been sitting on a finish after 16. So, so also, I'm sorry, Slappy. I, I wasn't trying to be like, you're a great voice actor and I believe in you. I was just no. Sometimes I'm, when I'm, I'm I bust balls, I feel like I do it too seriously, and I don't want you to think that I I, I actually think you're a bad voice actor. You're just, it's not like you're like Dilly. Well, I mean, I know if I was like Dilly, I I would be at the bottom of the lake. And I know I make that joke, but like if I was Dilly quality voice actor, I would um I would have ended a, a long time ago necessarily because I would never get work and I would have starved to death. But are you um, telling Dilly to kill himself? No, no. I'm saying if Dilly wants to be a voice actor, he should kill himself. But uh, <laughs> Got but him. he does what he <laughs> but he does what he does, and it's cute. Whatever it is that he does, you know, he does his thing, and 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 we all think it's adorable. Um, do we? No, none of us do. Yeah, yeah. Boy, five to four, or Alpine Stranger, Barboy with a two point four and a fifty two point five. Alpine with a 2.3 and a 53.3. Finally, the stats and the scoreboard align on this one, as tight as it gets in every respect. Barboy is able to sweep the cricket portion despite having the lower NPR in the second leg. Alpine came back and took the first leg of 5 0 with a solid 26 darter. Then Barboy came in and had three more on the trot with a 23, 28, 23 darter, setting the scoreboard at five legs to one before Alpine came back with undetermined, came back undeterred with three on the trot. Of his own with 24, 30, and 36 starters. And unfortunately, Barboy succumbed to the 180 curse in the eighth leg. Yeah, the stats uh, continued to remain close in the checkouts as well. Alpine actually with the edge of 17% to Barboy's 14. That 180 curse might have had something to do with that, if you know what I mean. Number one, dead head. Starter winning five to four over Laser Cat. Look, I know we talked about Deadhead in, in the lead last week, but we're fucking doing it again because guess what, people? Deadhead is staying in A. He fulfilled the slappy prophecy with the help of Dilly going over against the Nooch with 2.2 and 2.3. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. But another condition of brand design that some people say is even harder to find. Um, well, there Deadhead. must be some magic new inside this gentle world. There he is. But all I see is a fucking picture of dreams with real love bursting out of every scene. Days go, go by. Oh. It's the big love of the family. All right. Deadhead with a 2.2 to Laser Cat's 2.3. And a 51.6 to Laser Cat's 53.5. So actually, Laser Cat with the stats on this one, they split cricket. 
Deadhead taking the first with a 2.6. Laser coming back in the second with a 2.4. Deadhead then went on what would be his division clinching tear, taking four in a row to secure the match victory with 37, 27, 24, and 21 darters. Laser did show some salt, taking the final three with 21, 27, and a shaky 38 darter to finish the match. I checked out a 15% to Laser's 9%. And that 6% different could well have been what kept Deadhead's dream alive. And by Deadhead, I very obviously mean Slappy's dream. What? What? That's me. What? What? Um, Can we talk about how perfect that was? Like, harmony? I mean, it was octaves, but it was still really good. And it was unprompted, <laughs> like, or unprompted, like, just completely in pace, on key. Like, I'm going to have to sync that if it was, if it didn't come through synced from Discord, but... Uh, we got to start I mean, working on our uh, extreme more than words to sing on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, um, it, it's going to be earth shattering. Fail of the week. <laughs> you are so bad. This week's fail of the week is a very special one, as I don't know if we've ever given it to the same person two weeks in a row. Rascal, I wasn't always involved in the in the podcast. Has that ever happened? Uh, you may be surprised to learn this about me, Slappy, but uh, I drink and smoke a lot of weed. I, I have no idea. Pepe <laughs> was the one that ran this shit. That having been said, that's right. It's you, Darty South, who left. I said you, and now I have to direct it at you. I'm going to take that back, but we won't edit this out. I'm going to say that's right. It's Darty South, who left himself at 70 in the final leg against Beefeasy on Wednesday night. He threw it 18s with his first dart, attempting for the tre uh, for the treble to leave himself 16. Fine. He hit the single, leaving himself 52, and went for 18 again. Not the best setup, but still sitting on double 17 for the win, as all eyes were locked on that little green slice just right of the center at the bottom of the board. We were flabbergasted to see him aim for yet another single 18. A dart leg for the win. Who the fuck needs it? Watch how good I am at 18s. What say you? Slappy. You're just salty because Darty went 6% on doubles, accounting for Beefeasy taking the three legs he needed to overtake you in the standings despite throwing a 1.2 MPR and a 38.4 PPR. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why would I? What, what's to be salty about that? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Congratulations, Darty. You are fail of the week. God, I oh. can't imagine being fail of the week. What an idiot that darty guy is two weeks in a row. He's also one who's never going to hear this. But. I know, I know. It's so embarrassing. I guess there was this other story about some ginger who had 65 left and hit a triple 19 and then a double 9 and called game and then went on to lose the leg, but <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. What did you call me? That is our word, sir. You can't use a hard R. I, I, I ginger, meant, um, please. Ginger, I, I meant please. ginger. There was some ginger. Leg of the week. Well done. This week's leg of the week goes out to our good friend, the Nooch, 
who among his other eight leg wins this match had a beautiful 16 darter against Dilly Dilly Monday night. Nooch started hot and stayed hot, going 137, 100, 100, 96, and leaving himself on 68 after 12 darts. He wasn't able to quite take out the 68, though he did leave himself on 16 when he checked out on his first dart on the next turn, taking the leg while poor Dilly Dilly was still sitting all the way back at 261. Don't worry, Dilly. A 1.8 and a 48.8 will be pretty subpar in B2. Uh, we'll have to, to see what happens. Anyways, congratulations to the Nooch on your leg of the week. Days go by. It's a bigger love. The performance of the week. If your name's not Congra, congratulations. Guys. Guys. <laughs> It's not Congra. I, I was going to try to cleverly tease the information out, but I couldn't contain myself, and I thought you deserved to know as soon as I did. Congra, we love you. You know we do. Just like we love chicken parmesan. But after eating chicken parmesan every night for an entire season, it's only natural to look up and say, hey, how about we get Chinese or a fucking gyro or soup? Who fucking even, who doesn't like soup? Put a couple saltine crackers in it, and it's it's not even an appetizer. Now it's a meal. Well, folks, soup's up. This week's performance of the week goes to Team Big Body's bad guy himself. That's right. It's Left Hand Hooligan, who had a 3.6 and a 66.6, just in case there was any confusion about his bad guy status, in his 7-2 victory over the Surgeon on Thursday night. He swept cricket, starting things off with a ridiculous 4.6 MPR, including two four marks, a five mark, a seven mark, and a three bowl round. He came down to earth with his first leg at 501, the surgeon taking it in 23 darts in darks. He there were dark darts. That's how angry he came back, taking the next five with 17, 26, 20, and back-to-back -back 23 darters before the surgeon was able to take one more in the ninth with a 27-darter of his own. Over the course of 501, he had 10 95-plus rounds, including a maximum and five ton 40s, and he checked out with a solid 31%. Uh, not much else to say about that one. Congratulations, left hand, on your performance of the week. Love that guy. Uh, I kind of dozed off for a second there because I was like checking my phone. What's going on with soup? Soup is awesome. That's the end of that story is that uh, if you don't like soup, fuck you. If you don't chew big red, fuck you. Yeah, kind of. That's a outtake from um, Talladega Nights. Yeah, no, and I've seen it. I often use it and then people are like, what? Yeah, I stand by my <laughs> I stick to my story. Ladies and gentlemen, a surprise little feature today. We've got the commissioner, the surgeon here with us to touch base, maybe give us a, uh, uh, a look back at the season that was in or whatever league uh, month this is, season 2021. Winter? Are we winter 2020? What is this? Yeah, time isn't real. Technically, it's sure. winter. Winter 2020. Is that the right? Yes, yeah, winter 2020. As we look back on the winter 2020 season, uh, Surgeon, how you doing? Thank you so much for being here. I'm good. Thanks for having me again. I, you know, I keep showing up to these things and I keep sucking, but you keep bringing me back. So uh, it's a testament to something. Nothing better than a good suck job. 
And you know, I will say already your your microphone, your quality sounds better than all the times before. So that's we're starting on the right foot. Yeah, it's good. I'm not half asleep on a couch or overly hammered or or anything. Um, and it is it's winter 2021 season is the official uh, nomenclature there. Oh, well, you know, I try my best. That's cool. It's is well, it uh, <laughs> I feel like we start. Do we start in 2021 or do we start in 2020? Um, we know we, we start in January. Okay, yeah, you're right. Well, I'm just an idiot. January 28th, late January. Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> what an idiot rascal is. Well, um, to start things off, Eric, we, we thought you'd have you come in and just kind of tell us about the new players we're looking at, at joining the photo next season and uh, you know how we decided to bring these guys in, how we decided how many people to bring in. Um, you know, Just kind of give us the league's perspective on that. Yeah, absolutely. This was... Uh, a very difficult season for bringing new players because we had more interest than ever. We had over a dozen people uh, email to join the league, and it sucks because pretty much everyone that emails in is, you know, a, would be a good fit and is qualified and you know everything else. And it's just short of completely blowing up the format of the promotion relegation, and you know restructuring everything it, we decided that you know we only voted for the number and that was two people so we have two awesome players coming on uh we have uh another florida man joining the league of uh, phone jesus he's been both players we brought on have been following the league now for for multiple seasons um and have been interested in getting in for a while and the other one is ozilla he's another um another one to the frederick crew that is Frederick Maryland crew is starting to really represent is that, strong. Is that what we really call them? What do we actually call them? <laughs> the Frednecks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're that's that's a little harsh for them. They're not they're not the true Frednecks. I thought it was a self-ascribed right. title. Yeah, it's 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 hard to really pinpoint the Fredneck, but I did live there for a couple years, and I think it was it was best best figured out when I was walking, walking my dog in you know neighborhood of townhomes and I hear someone's uh, cell phone go off to a Kid Rock ringtone of Sweet Home Alabama by Kid Rock. I'm like, you know what? That kind of, that's it. That's yeah, a Fred neck. That'll paint a picture for you. Yeah, they have a, so probably have a, 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 a salt life sticker on the back of their car. <laughs> Maybe a, Maybe some other fun things. <laughs> so, Serge, uh, how are you feeling about the league's current size? And and how do you see the league uh, growing uh, in your own mind? I, I, I love where we're at right now. I've, we've, I think we've done a very good job of sticking to this steady, controlled, manageable growth. Um, and... I, I personally, I, I'd love to see it keep going. I love to, you know, to see it add somewhere between two and five people each season. Um, I always want to keep that good sense of community that we have going on with everyone. Um, and also not just, you know what? I don't think anyone in the league wants to just let, you know, total random strangers in that, you know, you have no idea if they're going to show up for matches or if they're going to be, you know, any, any good fit for the community. So I think 
while it sucks to have to turn so many people away at any given time, um, I think it in the long run, um, it does well for the for the quality, um, for the quality of the league. So I'd like to see that keep kept up going forward. Uh-huh. And um and so for those people who are out there trying to get into the league, what can they do to increase their chances? I mean, just uh, join, you know, be a part of our community, be active in on Twitch and, you know, follow us on Twitter, feel free to comment and just, and let us know, let us know you're still interested. I mean, we've, we're kind of on this cycle now of, of three months or four month seasons that go with it. So I think every, you know, if you didn't get in this time and you're still interested for a summer season, um, in a month or two, once we start up the spring season, before we decide the next roster, shoot it, you know, send over another email and be like, hey, uh, still really want to join, been a following. And I think that's that's probably the best way. Because if, you know, if you just, if you're someone we've never seen on Twitch, we've never seen and Twitter, all of a sudden you just email out of the blue and be like, hey, can I join the league? You know, we'll probably have a few more questions before <laughs> before that, but just being a, a nice, you know, a, a good part of the part of the photo community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Eric, I'd like to add uh, one thing to that. You know, uh, as someone who votes on the council, uh, all my votes go to the people who buy the most merch, and so uh, <laughs> Phone Jesus did an incredible job of buying a lot of merch, and so he therefore was the top of the list of getting in. So. If you'd like to be in the league, buy your way in. Absolutely. <laughs> or write into the Photo Weekly podcast. That is a huge factor, too. At gmail.com. It's not, a, it's, it's not a perfect system. I mean, obviously, King Raj somehow got into the league. So, you know, we, we made mistakes along the way. But, you know, we're learning from those. Yeah, growing pains. Uh, Serge, what are your thoughts about how the league is currently in terms of its competitiveness? Uh, you know, I think we've, we've talked a lot in the past about the promotion relegation and really doing its job. Um, you know, what what do you how do you see that, how that's played out? And also, what is the deal with Unholy Cannoli? <laughs> I was going to bring that up if you didn't, but I'm glad you did. No, I, I, the, it, promotion relegation, it's great. I don't every single North American sport should use it. And we don't for dumb, maybe real other good reasons. Uh, but. It, I mean, it, it does its job. It does what it's supposed to do. If you're getting better and you win, you should be playing better competition and vice versa. You know, if you had a, if you had a, you know, you're in a bad stretch of form or you're just not as good as the rest of the players in your division and you lose and, you know, time to step down. But uh, sometimes it's tough. You look at something like photo B and C this season, you could almost, you could have the two divisions play each other, I feel like, and there would be you wouldn't be able to tell who's who's in which which division. So um it does its job, but at the same time it can be it can be harsh. You know, it some there's unlucky people sometimes. I mean, look at someone like the jig this season who was just, you know, missed it on a you know, got relegated on a tiebreaker and uh, but at the other end of the spectrum, sometimes you, you get a little lucky too, and make a, if you get hot in the promotion playoffs. Um, but that I think that adds to it. And there's all that there's always something to play for, pretty much no matter where you are in the standings come the end of the season. Whereas if you're in Major League Baseball and you're under 500 
in August, you know, you play two months worth of baseball sometimes. Uh, so I do love, I love that factor as well. It makes judgment week uh, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, if you'll answer the second part of that question. <laughs> oh, um, cannoli is weak, weak minded. Like how do, how do you even say that? Like I just, I somehow was like really busy at work when all that went down and I came back and I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give him, well, I'm not going to give him any credit um, for not just, you know, at least saying something, not going out and, and tanking the match on purpose. Um, but at the same time, it's just Is like, that the lesser of two evils? I, I, you know what? That's, you know, I think that's, I think people should write into the mailbag and, and find out. Let's well, take a poll, uh, folks. Behind the scenes, he did write in, and I don't think his email did any kind of anything to help his case. If anything, it made it sound way worse. He's like, I just don't want to practice, and I want to throw with my brother. Like, what's wrong with that? It's like, ugh, dude, shut up. Yeah, you could have, you could have thrown some uh, some points uh, uh, a little earlier in the season if that's what you wanted, Cannoli. Uh, but more on that in our next segment. It's it's definitely an interesting stance. I mean, I know I'm sure there's been people that have been promoted that are like, oh man, I don't stand a chance in this next division. But I've never seen anyone that actively does not want to be and went out of their way to forfeit their <laughs> playoff spot for it. But um, I'm sure yeah. he won't get any ribbing in the upcoming season about that. No. The only we thing I'll say is here in the photo. <laughs> I feel like there's been people who have done things that deserve way more ribbing than this, and we let those people walk away as if nothing happened. And you know what I'm talking about, and we won't be talking about it in the next segment because we're not going to open that Pandora's box. I honestly, we will it, could be be, talking about... it could be many things you're talking about. <laughs> what's, what's, what's on the top of the rascal conspiracies corner list these days? We're not doing it. We're not talking about it. No. <laughs> you got rascal conspiracy only corner. Fans. <laughs> Join the Patreon and you find out. Yeah, where are our Patreon subscribers at? Huh? We need to get paid. If you like big hairless testicles, I have that and Rascal's Conspiracy Corner on the OnlyFans. What's with the hairless part? Uh, that's a tangent for another day, my friend. <laughs> Uh, Serge, how are you feeling about your chances in the Fotolay playoff? It'll be tough. I'm looking forward to it, though. Um, I wanted to finish a little higher in the in the standings, but in the end, happy to make the playoffs. Got Nuge coming up here this week. Um, uh huh. He got me in the regular season, but I've taken him down in the uh, last playoffs and the Open Cup. So, looking to do it again. Much to the I mean, there was that trash post-selection selection show, which didn't know what they were talking about. So we'll just we'll ignore that. Certainly, certainly didn't watch. Well, I didn't watch that. <laughs> uh, do you have a preference for uh, playing against the train or left hand? Uh, should you succeed in your match against the Nooch? Well, I'd be playing if I be Nooch. I'd be playing Congra. Yeah, but honestly, oh, I'm misreading the bracket. I apologize. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, I think that'll be fun. I, Congra, you know, he's obviously clearly the best statistical player in the league, um, but he's also a human being. So um, I'm 
He's a dragon. I don't know he's, if you heard. That's right. Never mind. He's not human. He's a dragon. Damn so it. embarrassing right, for you. Probably screwed then. <laughs> well, I hope I beat. I hope I beat Nuge anyways. Well, Serge, uh, that's about all the time we have for you. Uh, just kidding. We have as much time as you want. But those are all the questions that we wrote out. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else you want to touch base on or uh, say here before we let you go? Oh, probably. But um, I feel like you guys do a 1,000 times better job than I would have of not only covering things about the league, but everything else. So um, I'll, sa I'll, save that. I'll save that for you professionals. Oh, thank you. Well, Serge, I was going to drill you a little bit tonight, but you know what? I'll let you take some time, listen to the next segment and um, and take the week. And maybe we'll uh, you can either write in or join us again next week on the pod to um, to answer for your sins. I love it. I am looking forward to listening. And you know what? I'm due for a good mailbag write in. So can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the commissioner of your league, the surgeon. Eric, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, folks, it's that time. It's the only time, as far as the listeners are concerned, the one we've all been waiting for. The one, the only. It's Rascal's Mailbag. Standard flights in the sky, double-double for lush eye. Don't do math like a rook. Criminal get shook. It's Rascal's mailbag. It's Rascal's mailbag. Really sucks. Mm. Uh, first up, we got an email from Michael Hughes entitled Shame. I think the only reasonable thing to do with Unholy Cannoli is to strip him naked and make him walk from the Great Sep to the Red Keep with a council of founders following him with bells and yelling shame. Opens to suggestions, though. Yeah, uh, we will kind of cover this next week. Uh, well, you know, we might as well talk about it now since everyone knows what it's talking about. Uh, after making the playoffs, Unholy can only requested to not be in the playoffs for promotion from D to E. I'm sorry, <laughs> D to C. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. Uh, for someone who was once a professional athlete, you, you don't really think to have that kind of weak loser mindset. But uh, I don't know. It's even though we're talking about it now, like something really, really devastating has to happen this week for us not to circle back to this and you to get fail of the week next week. Yeah, I just I mean. I don't get it. But maybe more on that later. Next email is from Aaron Erickson. Uh, it's titled Rascal's Doppelganger. He replied to an email he wrote back in December of 2020. Callie Kid writes, still in B, bitches. See you next season, jabronis. Wow, what an email from someone who was tied for last place and won on a tiebreaker. Love to see it. It takes real balls to do that. <laughs> Love you, though, my ginger. See, I can I can call him that because we're both redheads. But I've all, Are you going to keep punishing me for this? I've Listen, apologized. Sabi, I need you. To, I'm going to send you a link. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of the comedian Tim Minchin. He's Canadian. I'm sorry, he's Australian. Uh, he's a really wow. important, really important talk about missteps. Oof! You know, I thought I did bad by calling non-British G-word, non-British, non-Americans. You know, I mean, I'm going to send it to you, and we're going to just listen to you watch it live. No, I'm just kidding. 
Um, I am going to send it to you, though, because it's a really fun video, and you have to watch it once once we're done recording. And I have to watch you watch it. Next email is from Dave Whalen, entitled, <laughs> predictably, 180. Hi, what a roller coaster of emotions. Hi from beating down the author, thinking I did enough to secure a spot, learning I didn't, finding out there was still a chance, losing it in the last leg of the season, went from another playoff appearance from last-minute heroics to booking tea times. I feel sadness. Love, Toaster. Toaster, I'm so sorry, <laughs> man. brutal. I really do feel bad, but I want you to know, like, look, I, I honestly was. I just couldn't lose you. I can't risk. You, your darts are so good. If you made the playoffs, you're definitely going to A. I mean, you already beat Arthur, so you beat him, and then you'd have, what, Barboy or uh, Repat? Come on. You're going you're gonna to wreck both those guys. So I had to keep you in B, but I just want to. I love hanging out with you. I love throwing with you. It's nothing personal. It's just, it is personal, actually. I, I want you in my life. And yeah, that's there what was I have to say about that. That was such a nice, concise email. There was no fat on that email. It was just yeah. like it really cut uh, to my core. Yeah, I feel sadness. Out. Oof. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, I hope you don't feel good about that. I mean, I do, because it was my first 180 of the year, so suck it, toaster! <laughs> Next up, an email from Andrew Ferraro, a.k.a. Unholy Cannoli, titled, Not Justification. I just want to put my thoughts out there. I joined this league to play some darts against my brother and some other folks. The past few seasons, I've had that chance and have enjoyed it very much. I wanted to continue that into the next season. I'm not saying I was going to win the playoff, but I knew I didn't want to win. Why not give someone else the chance to play and earn a spot they want? I'm glad others are more competitive, but at the end of the day, I just want to win some legs and have some fun. Thanks, a thin-shelled cannoli. Andrew, I think you, what you miss here is a basic misunderstanding of the promotion relegation uh, in our league, and that'll sort you out on where you need to be to be able to win some legs. You don't want to win uh, a bunch of legs against people you're better than. You want to go up and play better talent and uh, I mean, I get wanting to throw against your brother, but you guys can always throw against each other out of the league. And, uh, I, you know, I mean, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but um, I would be embarrassed like to say the words you said out loud, out loud. So I would never actually say that. <laughs> um, and I just feel like, like, I don't know. I just feel like you're probably less of a man now for saying it. I don't know. Is my off base here? Well, I mean, I, I'll be honest, either my internet cut out or, or yours did, Rascal, so I didn't hear the second half of that email. But I will say that as an act, this is inexcusable. Uh, and I did get an apologetic text from Beefeasy, who <laughs> we'll get to him later, uh, saying, um, uh, I shall not be punished for the actions of my kin. So, uh, I mean, you might be. Who's the Beef? older brother? Beef is the older. So, I mean, unfortunately, Beef, you're responsible for your dickhead younger brother. Yeah. You should have taught him better than this, Beef. Those so are the rules. I do think you are responsible for your kin in this instance. If he was your older brother, hey, what can you do? Right. Like, if you're a freshman and your senior brother is acting like an asshole... Like your friends are like, oh, your brother's an asshole, and and you're like, yeah, I know, uh, you know, sorry. But like, if you're a a senior and your freshman brother is being a huge asshole, 
everyone's going to be like, take care of your fucking brother. What are you doing? So, beef. Let's go. Speaking of beef, our next email is from Brandon Ferraro. No subject. It's a picture of the cleaner with his tongue out holding a picture of Sean McIntyre. And uh-huh. his uh, looks like a headshot. <coughs> God bless you. God bless you. It looks like playing cards, maybe, with your headshot on it. Does that make any sense? Oh, that one. I know that picture. Out. That it's not playing cards. It's a uh, uh, male stripper cards. Yeah, it was my old stripper card. Um, trying to get Johns to come in. Uh, as I as I said, I give good head. Um, I um. You're supposed to, at least at one time, back in the late zero thousands, um, it was a good thing to have fucking business cards with your headshot on it. Now they're embarrassing. Uh, But at that point, you know, everyone was like, you gotta have business cards. They gotta have your information and they gotta have your face. Um, And uh, so... (laughs) Somehow, Beef got a hold of one of them, and it shows up with frequency in my life. The the one that he has. Somehow, just show... Like, it'll be in different countries. There will be just some lady in, in Greece holding a business card uh, with my face on it. And I'll it's get a really a, good headshot, though. You look like you should be in, like, Fringe. Like... Yeah, I mean... I don't know if you once, saw Fox like that a show. Like, you look like you're, like... Uh, a sketchy guy trying to like unlock the secrets of the uh, observers and fringe. If there's one thing I do well, I don't mean sketchy in a bad way. It just means like you kind of. Oh, I like heard you. I heard you're loud. And sci-fi, clear. sci-fi e. Yeah, yeah. Like your face uh, looks like it's from another planet. You know, hundred percent. Well, in I've this case, it's not another planet. It's like a different timeline. You like your, you look your face has uh, been molded by the uh, ravages of traveling through time. So I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a rhinoceros that's not strong. I will uh, say you do look a lot better than Cleaner in this picture, and he's a male modder. So, male modder? He's a male model. He's a so, model. Uh, he also mods uh, like Minecraft builds too. So, yeah, he he's modding this podcast right now. Doubtful. <laughs> Finally, our last email is from Roger King, entitled "Playoffs." Are you kidding? Just a quick email to the pod wishing everyone luck in the upcoming playoffs. It was a hell of a season. Good vibes to those knocked out for a better season. It was another great reign as total champion. Cheers to you all, King Raj. Raj, it sounds like you're uh, uh, yielding the throne. Uh, It was another great reign. You know, you're still reigning. It's not over yet. Right? Slappy? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I zoned out. Uh, uh, I've been... Lady in red. uh, I don't usually drink the hard stuff as has been discussed. That gin's hitting you, huh? Yeah, we ran out of beer in my house because I drank all the beer. And um, and so then then we had to do the the podcast and I was like, well, I've drank too much beer to go get more beer. Um, And I can't not drink during this. And so I'm drinking the gin. and woo, baby, here we go. I'm drinking some Sambuco, which I actually have really gotten back into. I used to only drink it after Italian meals, but 
as a DJ, yeah, I mean, it really, know. really helps. I mean, like once you're done eating, you have a little cup of this and it pushes all the food down and pushes it through your system. It's great. You can only really, though, have Sambuca if you're a fan of like black licorice. And um, I, for one, am not. You know, I don't, I'll disagree with you there and I'll tell you why I disagree with you there. I can't uh, wait to hear this. I'm not a fan of black licorice, but I love the smell of black licorice. I don't like to eat it. That doesn't make any sense at all. I don't think Sambuca tastes like black licorice. I think it smells like black licorice. But when no, you put the it whole, in your mouth, whole factory system is connected, my friend. I mean, you're They're not wrong, but I think when I put it in my mouth, I don't think black licorice. I think something I've else. I've heard that before. Right? When I smell it, <laughs> when I smell it uh, I smell black licorice 100%, and I agree. But, you know. What do you taste? Um, I get a lot of the herbs in there, and like, uh, I think black licorice is all like anise, right? Like that's the the flavor yeah, of licorice, that's, and that's also what Zambuca is. Yeah, but it's not anise front; it's like anise back. I don't know. I you know, to me, Zambuca right. has a lot of hey, like. Hey, uh, everybody's palate is different. Yours is uh, is a little broken, and that's fine. That's that's yours. I think there's a little bit more to it than that too, as well. I think Sambuca has a lot of um, like fond memories to me because uh, while I don't like black oh. licorice, I love Sambuca. And my father-in-law, when we when I first started dating Laura, he and I would always drink Sambuca after meals. And then when we were in Italy, so you we were drinking drink. something you hated to suck up to your father-in-law, and now it's a fond memory. That's fine. All you had to do was say that. You don't have to pretend that you like black licorice or like Sambuca now. No, I Come do on. like Sambuca. I do like Sambuca. Because and you like that memory. You probably no, like no, no, black licorice. I also have another fond memory of drinking grappa in, uh, in Italy with him, which was ginseng-flavored grappa, and it was the worst fucking thing I've ever had in my life. And I will never drink grappa again, and I don't look back and think, oh, that overrides the shitty taste of grappa. But... For huh. for well, for the sambuca, grappa's a, grappa's a very wide umbrella. You can't shit. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ginseng. It was the ginseng flavor that was wild. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, one wants the, no one wants a ginseng flavored grappa. I mean, but the last night when we were in Italy, that, I got excited. Anyway, continue. You know what? I also don't like ginseng. All right, so here's a story you'll you'll like, Sean, and only you. So suck it, everyone else who's listening. Uh, my freshman year of of high school, I was the I got the lead in the musical. Right, it was Gershwin, Crazy for You. We may have talked about this before in the podcast. And uh, the night before the first show, I was like really drowsy before the uh, before the first uh, curtain. And so I was like, "Oh man!" Like I I had already had some some like, caffeine that day. I was like, "I don't know." Like I need something that's gonna like like perk me up. And my buddy was like, "Hey." Try uh, some ginseng. My mom's got these ginseng pills that are natural. It'll lift you up. You won't feel like caffeinated. It won't. It won't make you drop afterwards. And I was like, great. And he handed me the this pill that was the size of a quarter. And so I was like, okay, this has to be a chewable. Like, there's no way I could actually swallow this. Like, this is a choke hazard. So I pop it in my mouth, start chewing. Nope, it's not chewable. Immediately start projectile vomiting all over. Uh, his mom's bathroom and like we got to be at school in like 30 minutes for for first call and so like i'm like i just had to bail i'm like i don't have time to clean this i'm out so uh his mom would always give me a hard time whenever i saw her about you know before my first show just blasting vomit all over her bathroom 
when I was trying to chew a non-chewable ginseng pill. But I stand by myself because the thing was literally the size of a quarter. Like, how are you supposed to fucking swallow that? Like, yeah, you're not supposed to. But also, I think we found a new segment on this podcast is the rascal tells a story about a time he projectile vomited. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think those are my only two stories. I never projectile vomit. <laughs> I I feel as though we will probably stumble across a couple more of those as we get going. Uh, call me crazy. I feel like you've got a couple more in the bank. If you'd like for me to read your email and then go on a tangent about projectile vomiting, please write into photoweeklypodcast at gmail.com. That's F-O-D-L weeklypodcast at gmail.com. And speaking of new segments, we've got one that will not be a weekly segment per se, but one that will come across when the time presents itself, nay, needs itself. We've got the Rascals Conspiracy Corner, or as this week's episode will be, the Slappy's Suspect Salon. And here in the salon, we've got a very interesting one for you. It begins with last week's episode, during which I revealed that I had checked the spreadsheet and was two points behind aforementioned Beef Easy. And the next day, without any matches having been played, he was magically six points ahead of me. The fact that he was the commissioner of the league, a.k.a. the surgeon's best man at his wedding, was not lost on me, nor should it be lost on any of you. Moving on. We were both playing against Darty South in our final matches of the season. Beef Easy was supposed to have played against Darty South last week. However, alleged windy elements prevented that match from taking place on time. Beef feigned annoyance at the but the truth has since revealed itself. More on that later. I had a significant and admittedly rare 5 to 2 victory over Darty on Monday night putting myself in quotes four in quotes because of all those magical little bonus points showing up uh four points ahead of BC BCV BCV we're going to keep him as BCV forcing him to win either two legs and a bonus point, or three legs in his match against Darty South. Let's move right to that match. Beef had a 1.2 in cricket. Shockingly, that didn't win him any legs or bonus points. Darty kept it going and took the first leg of 501. This is where it gets, oh, very interesting. Beef's internet then just, then gets just, just spotty enough so that we see exactly zero of his next alleged three-leg winning darts. Somehow, miraculously, in the final leg of the match that the darts were perfectly visible. How fun. How nice for the viewers. How perfectly fucking convenient that once enough leg wins showed up, so too did his internet. Suspect? Suspect. Let's take a look at the players in this conspiracy. Coming in at number one, we've got, obviously, Beef Easy. He had the most to gain and was at the center of it all. Number two, 
Darty South. But he lost his legs, you might say. He had skin in the game, you might say. I refer to his interview earlier this season on this very podcast during which he tipped his hat and declared, no, I will not get promoted, but I also won't get demoted. He had no interest in C-League promotion playoffs. He's found his home here in D and had nothing to lose other than the favor of our dear commissioner. Which leads us to number three, the surgeon, to whom Beef Easy served as the best man at his wedding. He sprinkled in his bonus points on the spreadsheet and actively ignored any and all suspect behavior. Which brings us to number four, the most painful of all, the criminal who stood by and allowed the cast to continue as leg after leg after leg was called in favor of Beef Easy with not a single dart in the double to be shown. Et tu, Brute? Et tu? I don't know what the surgeon has on you that you were forced into this betrayal. But it's not worth it. It is not worth it, criminal. That is this week's episode of Slappy's Suspect Salon. Folks, I encourage you to write in and express your hatred for the corrupt and vile system in which we're all being abused, but also if you have anything else to say, if you if you have ridiculous uh, things to say, if you disagree, uh, I, I'm also quote-unquote open to hearing that. Wow, that was really good. Um... I do want to point out that we'll never get to Rasso's conspiracy corner because that is a Pandora's box of which we cannot open. Okay, so the only once you segment, open that, there's no coming back. I mean, folks, have right you ever in, heard of a guy named Pepe Silvia? <laughs> Guys, write in whether or not you want Rasco's conspiracies Pandora's box to be open. <laughs> um, and uh, and we'll see. Uh, in the meantime, would love to hear your thoughts on this vile conspiracy. What kind of furniture you got in the salon? Like, is it like chaise lounges? I feel like there's a lot of chaise lounges in your suspect. Yeah, room. there's a lot of like um, exotic, like large cat fur. <laughs> um, I love it. I just am imagining you in like a blazer and an ascot. And no bottoms. Around the league, we're going to talk about everybody, even Foda Lee. Starting at the top of A, taking a look around the league, we've got the Congraw, the Congraw, the Dragon Congraw, the Dongdraw, the Dragraw, the Dragon, yeah, the Condragon. You really could almost spell Dragon if you had a if you had a D in there. Yeah. No, anyways, he's got 154 points, well ahead of second place King Raj at 119. Left hand hooligans in third at 113. 
the Nooch at 110, the Surgeon at one, I'm sorry, at 83, and the Train snuck past the Grubs with one leg win uh, to be, uh, actually, I guess he won it on the bonus points, but uh, he finishes at 67. So the playoffs will be first round, left hand versus uh, Train and Nooch versus Surgeon. And uh, staying in A is DeGrubbs, Laser Cat, and Deadhead, our boy. We love him. Deadhead love stayed him. in A by nine points, too. Not even close when it co- all comes down to Significant. it. Significant. I, look, I'm a prophesizer. I'm a prophet, otherwise known as a prophesizer. And finally, in last place, Billy Billy. That's that's Dilly, but because he's going to be his name's Billy Billy, Billy Billy until he once again is Dilly Dilly. We'll take a look at some of the playoff matchups and who you got, but uh, for now, uh, what a what an end to the season and uh, really surprising. I wouldn't have predicted Dilly to go down. Honestly, I wouldn't have either. I am surprised that it's Dilly going down to to uh, to be, but um, since he'll never hear this because he aggressively doesn't listen to the pod. I'm glad it is. Definitely glad. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Moving on to Fodal B. We've got Sweats. Has been comfortable and stayed comfortable up at the top at 145. Author right behind him at 112. Barboy and Repat tied. At 111, Bud the Chud behind them at 108. Toaster at 108, but lost the decider. So out of the playoffs. We love you. We're sorry. Uh, The rest of the guys there in the non-relegation position are uh, Alpine Stranger, our uh, Jinja of cast, Red Rascal, uh, Radar, and the other Jinja. Cali Kid, and uh, then in the relegation spot, uh, we've got the Jig. Again, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Crazy that nice. Cali and Jig were tied. There's there's three positions that are tied here: uh, last place, uh, second place playoff spot, and last place playoff spot. That's that's unbelievable. It is wild considering the there are like stark divisions. Uh, between the league um, from top to bottom, and yet there are still three ties. So very interesting ongoings there in the photo Billy Billy. Looking at photo C, got rolling 20, promoted to B, 129 points. Behind him, first playoff seed is Doughboy with 118 Second is Criminal with 101. Third is DJ with 94. Fourth is Hacksaw with 89. So that means it's Doughboy versus Hacksaw, Criminal versus DJ. Staying in C is Lush at 83. Pepe Lay at 81. Accountant at 80. Kilf at 75. And the CD playoffs is Madhouse with 65. And unfortunately, relegated to D is Fireman. Uh, Really, I I thought Fireman at the end of the season kind of came on strong. I mean, his last match, he played really well. And if he'd kind of been able to find that form before that, he really would have taken care of business. But alas, he will head back to photo D, uh, where you know he I think he'll probably be one of the top players in D next season. 
Yeah, I mean, the fireman did have a good solid showing towards the end of his season. Um, he, you know, again, I've said it on this cast before. I think it really was a two division jump um, that he had made, and and it took him a little while to find his footing. And he showed that he can find his footing at that level towards the end of the season. And so I think he is gonna. Um, make some major waves in D next season. And, um, and I will be surprised uh, if he's not back in seed the season after that. Speaking of photo D outlander has clinched his promotion spot and right behind him by two little points is triple T behind him is unholy Pernoli. behind him is Alki and then we've got Scootamagooch behind them we've got Uncle Corky Darty South Music City Madman and Beef Easy uh, this one gets a little tricky so uh, normally that would be the uh, non-playoff position I yours truly Slappy Pappy is sitting in the DE playoffs position, so we'll see what happens there. And then Go Cow has had a rough season, and um, he did pick it up towards the end, and so I think he will definitely make a showing in Photal E next season, but he is automatically relegated. Now, here is where it gets tricky, because um, Cannoli, who was in the number three spot, has decided, who gives, gives a flying fuck? I, I don't want to go to C. I want to stay in D. And um, so he was has... Was Italian or French or what was that accent? It was like a mixture of Italian and French. Like I, it started 100% as French. And then um, I was like, I don't know why I chose French for a guy who named himself Unholy Cannoli. So I kind of like molded my way towards Italian at the end. But yeah. Molded my way towards Italian. Yeah. We'll make a song about it. Um, however, so now Alki has bumped up, Scooter has bumped up, and then Uncle Corky is now in the playoff position. Um, this is unprecedented. Uh, it's also unacceptable, but, uh, that's, um, that's the situation there. Uh, well, um, we'll see how that unfolds, I suppose. I'd like to be the first Slappy to welcome you to the distinguished, exclusive, um, amazing, no bonus point club. Uh, yeah. You, you hey. made it through the season with zero bonus points. There's only a few of us. I think it's me, you, Dr. Feelgood, and maybe Scooter. One other person is in that club. And, hey, can uh, I? Um... You get a jacket and a membership card. That membership card is actually just that. A headshot business card that you have. Uh, we've been using yeah. that for a couple of years. So I guess you already have one. You don't really need one, but we'll, we'll send you, we'll get your measurements on your jacket. And here's, here's the thing, Rascal. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Um, I am actually the first to put a star on the corner of the jacket that I already have because this oh, is wait, my you're the other person that was in that division. second season. Wow. That I have without a bonus point so i am actually the first person to wear the jacket and to have a star on the upper left hand leather corner of the jacket 
that says not only are you a member, but you are twice fold. You know, it's crazy because if there weren't bonus points, you would be uh, staying in D and Beef would be in the DE playoffs. Let's go back to Slappy Suspect Salon. You and Adnak. Although Adnak ended up winning, looking at top of Foto Lee. Uh, Adnak wins the tiebreaker over Magic Wizard. They're both at 98. Cleaner in third at 80. Wolverine at 51. Gaspacho at 46. <laughs> Mag Attack at 43. The Law at 40. And Dr. Feelgood and Liberty Fires tied at 37. So uh, they don't have last place. We won't look for the tiebreaker when there's no tie to break. Well, I mean, it is a tie to break, but we'll just say they both got last. So they, they have each other for company. Looking at the playoffs, it'll be Magic Wizard versus Bai and Cleaner versus... No, sorry. Cleaner versus Bai and Magic Wizard versus Wolverine in the first round DE playoffs. <clears throat> and Adnax auto-promoted to D. Yeah, you, I mean... How do, you, how do you feel about that? I mean, I would love to play the cleaner for the promotion slash demotion spot. Um, That'd but, be exciting. Uh, you know, uh, also, that would mean he and Beef were in the same division. I would actually prefer to, if I'm going to go to E, for it to be with cleaner. So, Cleaner, I hope you lose. <laughs> He's not well, going to hear he this. he wins, it doesn't, doesn't he... Don't you guys play each other? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so, you're saying... No, 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 he'd have to win. You guys have to play... He'd have to win two games. I don't want to be the only New York dart leaguer in E, is what I'm saying. So, right I have to go down there. I hope I'm joining Cleaner. Even though it would be a lot of fun to play. Look at the playoffs. Uh, his first round playoff is versus Phone Jesus. Um, Wolverine got a bye. Uh, but uh, Phone Jesus, uh, rookie, second rookie this season. And I think it's going to be a good match, man. I think Phone Jesus can throw. I have no idea of who he is or any of his abilities. So uh, I, however, do you have a lot pay to attention add. to the rookie league. Okay, you're gonna have to explain to me what that is. Actually, I I don't see the. Uh, there was a couple. They're not in the spreadsheet. It looks like, and I I know that it was Azilla and uh, uh, Phone Jesus and Phone Jesus won a couple of legs off his Ozilla or Ozilla, and he's Ozilla's really good. So I mean, the fact that he won a couple of legs means Phone Jesus can throw somewhat for E standards at least. Uh, again, um. I'm not privy to this information. This might be one of the uh, OG Photo 6. Is that not true? Is this just open to all of Photo You're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. <laughs> That's what I thought. And here I am being chastised for my lack of knowledge about Mr. Jesus. Do you have a moment to speak about our Lord and Savior phone, Jesus? Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Red Rascal and Slappy Peppy choose <laughs> i choked on that one <coughs> looking at week nine results for who ya got it was a close one week nine slappy with seven points rascal with six slappy with two matches dead on rascal with only one dead on 
Uh, so seven to six was the total. That leaves uh, the year-to-date score. Rascal at 58 and Slappy, you got 69. Nice. Uh, looking ahead to playoff week one. Uh, looking first at Fotoli. First round playoffs. Got Wolverine versus Bye. Rascal, who you got? I'm going uh, Wolverine. He let's see how many legs are gonna play in this first round. I gotta pull these pictures up. First four legs. I'm going Wolverine four to two. First to four. Okay. Uh I'll go four to one. Four one. Moving on. Cleaner versus phone Jesus. Slappy. Who ya got? Uh uh, again, I don't know anything about this phone, Jesus, but I think that Cleaner has been finally finding his darts. I'm going to go Cleaner 4-2. Cleaner 4-2. Rascal's going phone, Jesus, 4-3. Moving on, photo D playoffs. Triple T versus Scooter. Slappy, who ya good? I am going Triple T 4-2. I don't know, man. Scooter's been throwing. I'm going Scooter 4-3. I like it. Rascal. Corky v. Alki, who you got? I think Corky's playing with House Money Man, and uh, Alki just lost a scooter. I'm going Uncle Corky 4-1. to one. Wow. 4-1? to one. You're a fucking madman. Uh, I think Alki finds his darts. Alki 4-3. Looking in photo C. Slappy. Doughboy versus Hacksaw. Who you got? Oh, boy. That is... I'm going to go Doughboy... I keep saying 4-2, but I'm doing it again. Nah, I'll go Doughboy 4-1. I'm assuming the other... Okay, it's first to five in C. I don't know what... Uh, game three is first to six legs, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, we need to change our picks for Fodal D because it's first to five. So, uh, Rassel's uh -huh. going to change... Uh, Rassel's going to change his pick five to four, and I'm going to go Corky five to two. What do you want to change your picks to? Yeah. Why don't you get both your changes first? That's that's nice. I just added one to the win column on each side. I mean, on each side. Um, okay. Triple T versus Scooter. I will go. Yeah. Uh, mm, I'll go five. Five three. Okay. And I will go Corky versus Alki. Alki five three. All right. Uh, all right, another five five, first to five, Doughboy versus Hacksaw. Slappy, who you got? First to five, uh, Doughboy five, one. Oof, I think I'm going Doughboy five, three. Okay. Rascal, Krim versus DJ, who you got? I'm going Ty, five, five. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this is tough, man. I think I'm going, I think I'm going Krim five, four. Sorry, yeah. DJ. I, I agree. I'm going to go Crim 5-3. Slappy author versus Bud, who you got? Oh, man. What a season. But I got... I I think I go author 5-1. Slappy, I didn't hit the most amazing 180 in league history for author to go... I mean, for Bud to go 0-1 in the playoffs. I'm going Bud 5-4. Wow. Rascal, Barboy versus Repat. Who you got? Uh, I'm going Barboy 5-4. Yeah, I, I agree. 
I'll I'll go Barboy five three. Barboy five three. And then uh moving up to A, still five legs. Slappy Nooch versus Surge. Who you got? I think Surge will take it five three. Surge, I love you. I'm going reverse jinx here. I'm going Nooch five one. Uh <laughs> finally, left hand versus train, rascal, who you got? Train. Uh I love you. You know this. You picked against me, though. It hurt my heart, so I'm going left hand. T hashtag Team Big Body. Five, three. Mm. Uh, Train, you know I love you, too. We love the same type of literature. Penises. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm going left hand, five, one. That's it. There's who you got for the first week of playoffs. Playoffs round one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate uh, Dilly. If you're listening, which you're not, why did you say you weren't listening? And uh, enjoy B next season. Otherwise, if you'd like to write in, we'd love to hear from you. Photo Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. That's F O D O Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. Tune in to Darth Lane on Twitch Monday through Thursday. And uh, hopefully, right now, you're watching the PSSS, which is happening uh, as we record this podcast. We'll have to watch it on record. As always, I'm your host, Red Rascal. And I'm Slappy Pappy. Hey. Hey, all you out there in the photo. You know, we don't have to just sit by and take it. They say something along the lines of evil happens when good men stand to the side and do nothing, blah, 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 when they see it. Well, let me tell you. Evil is happening, and nothing's being done. This is a call to action. Let's go. Let's take down the conspirators. I believe in you. Fuck you, Bill. You've been listening to The Photo Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch every Monday through Thursday on twitch.tv slash fodartleak. The opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the casters and are not representative of the photal. And in all questions should be directed to the law. See you later.